Friday on Culture File and we all know what that means. Yes, I can hear you and yes, you are 100% correct. It's time to ask one of our Culture File guests about some of the things they've been enjoying in watching, listening, reading, tasting and smelling. And this time it's the turn of Kerry-based artist Laura Fitzgerald to share with us her Culture File likes. My name is Laura Fitzgerald and I'm a visual artist. So a TV show I've um, started watching recently and it was kind of a slow burner, but it's this guy, John Wilson, um, and it's called How To by John Wilson. And he's um, a filmmaker in New York and he walks the streets gathering like found footage of just different things that like strikes him as like, uh, I suppose, absurd or funny or um, weird or, you know, because New York is such a, like a melting pot of like all these um, mini narratives happening simultaneously. Um, and then he narrates it <laughs> and he kind of like in one episode he's trying to buy um, a house and it's like how to get a mortgage and it's um, him going to the mortgage broker and explaining what he does you know that he makes these films narrates them and you can see the mortgage broker is just like what the hell like no we definitely can't give you a mortgage nothing uh, in, in, in your price range really excited you uh, but uh, fortunately they don't always check your financials uh, when you ask to see a place I saw a great book I've been reading lately and I've carried it around. Everyone has given me Flann O'Brien books as Christmas presents for the last five years and I haven't read them because I've tried at various points and it just for whatever reason I couldn't stick with it. But I just finished um, Unveil Books, so The Poor Mouth. And oh, I laughed because like, like the book is drenched, like it's sopping wet, like it's so good at describing the, the, the just the misery of the weather in the West and in Ireland. And like, um, I ju- it just gave me such great joy and like the darkness of it and the humour I'm now totally hooked um, I'm started the- I still started the hard life there so there's a, a good podcast I've heard lately well there's two actually that um, for me for contemporary art and because we're living in Kerry and we're you know, often doing long journeys in the road um, there's the Great Women Artists podcast which is really nice and it's Katie Hessel I think her name is so like one podcast I got the idea to work in the shed for the welding work and then work in the house for the dry drawing work because it you know before listening to that podcast I was like god how how flamboyant having two studios one could never do that but I was like oh well you know this really legendary artist you know says it's okay to do it so sometimes just like permission giving so that one's amazing and then there's talk art which is run by these two guys and again like just a great selection of artists Music. Um, we went to see Low there in Dublin. They're a husband and wife team, and like they they, they write and write the music, and then you know the, the deliverance of the songs. I hate to describe it as this, but it was like a kind of a religious experience or like a spiritual experience. A spiritual experience, maybe better. It was amazing, and just because I hadn't been to a gig in so long, and just feeling it like vibrate through your chest bone, it was it, it did it felt like I had had a lot of vitamin D in, in a you know in one like epic dose. I've just started to try and eat a bit healthier, so like make nicer food at home. Like we we um we bought an Ottolenghi book there, <laughs> so we tried to make some things from that and um, um making more salad. Like I have actually, I think when as an artist, if you treat your body a bit better, like eat more vegetables, and it it, it does. If you look after yourself, I definitely feel like it sets up a better 
um, you know, studio relationship, then, you know, the, the myth around like, you know, really hung over dragging yourself into the studio. I've done that. I've been there. But like, I think the better work I've made has been and actually when I've looked after myself a bit more. So, yeah. The scent. Well, actually, this is going to sound really daft, but I actually carry around like a small um, thing of lavender with me, like lavender oil. And I at first because this year I've been on the road a lot, like installing work and um, sometimes then deinstalling it as well. But um, again, part of that looking after myself uh, thing is that I, I put a drop of lavender <laughs> on my pillow at night. And I, I do find it just, I don't know, it's kind of a ritual thing, but um. Because it's now tied to home as well, it makes me feel a little bit less um, like I'm, you know, uprooted away, you know, because you, you can be very quick that you just start to like eat really badly and sleep badly when you're like, I suppose like musicians when they're gigging on the road and touring. So, yeah, I take my little lavender bottle with me. <laughs> the likes of Laura Fitzgerald there coming up tomorrow on the Culture File Weekly. The historical speeches of great Irish women fuel the work of composer Gráinne Mulvey. Tygo Sullivan wonders what Dunbar's number means in small town Ireland. Ahead of percussion duo Bangers and Crashes concert at the National Concert Hall on Sunday, Katrina Frost wanders up and down the marimba in search of the subtleties of Irish traditional playing. And Jennifer Walsh tries to capture an apparition in her front hall. That's all in the Culture File Weekly. This and every Saturday tea time here on RTE Lyric FM. And as ever, also available at a time of your convenience. Even right now, as soon as I finish reading these last few words via the medium of podcast.